You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. What is it in your life today, in my life, What is it in our lives that we need to conquer today? What is it? As I say that, every single person here has something. What is it that needs to be conquered? You can run through the alphabet. Anger, anxiety, bitterness, brokenness. You cannot live from a a life of total brokenness. Uh, you know, things that happen in our lives, there'll always be a wound and always be a sorrow, but somewhere along the time, I'm not asking you to stop, you lose a loved one, and I'm saying, okay, two days, get over the grief. No, no. Years ago, someone said that, we gotta go on. I said, no, you've gotta grieve. There's nothing wrong with grieving, ladies and gentlemen. You wonder, will the sun ever shine again? Now, I'm not the one to tell you to hasten through this. Get over it. Get over it. No, no, that's, that's down a path that, that I don't know as well as maybe many of you in this room. But there will come a day. And in that time while you're waiting through that grieving process, keep, keep doing what God wants you to do. Is it deceit? And you can go through the alphabet. Is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it gossip? Is it hatred? Is it ill will? When you have ill will against relatives and family and other people in life, you got to get over that. You can take care of that at the altar. The grieving process, I don't understand all that. That takes time. But gossip, that could stop right now today. Ill will can stop today. Jealousy can stop today. I'm talking about today. Maybe it's negativity. It can stop today. Uh, money hungry, it can stop today. God said it's more blessed to give than to receive. What is it that needs to be conquered? Is it self? If it's self, is it selfishness? Is it social media? We're, we're told that, that habits can be developed quickly. To develop a habit can take anywhere from 64, you do the habit is the same thing, day after day, 64 days to 260 some days. So if you don't read your Bible, get in the habit. For the next 64 days to 260 some days, just get up every morning and read your Bible. Or every night or every afternoon or every lunch hour, whatever, but read your Bible every day. You say, I don't have a prayer life. Then for the next 64 to 260 some days, just pray every day. Men are always to pray. Uh, you know, the average Christian doesn't pray. We have become atheists when it comes to prayer. The average Christian, we're told, I think it's 90%, never pass a gospel track. I tell you, the joy, I've been here 47 years, the joy of passing gospel tracks, I always, it happens every week. It happens if I'm out any length of time. I always have someone say, I rode the bus. My wife's doctor came in and, and we talked and I saw his name was, uh, was uh, Thomas. And I said, that's an unusual name for an Indian. 
And he said, I'm from a region in, in India where many people know God as their Savior. So our names are Moses and Abraham and Joseph. And you folks from India can tell me where that might be. And I said, you know what? I'm a Baptist preacher. That's a joy to my heart because my dad's a Baptist preacher. Well, you know that, brother, that, Carl, that brought a real, that, brother Patrick, that kind of got real, real calm in my heart right off the bat. The next nurse comes in. I gave her a gospel track. She goes, I rode the bus. Happens all the time, all the time. You know, that brings such a peace in my heart because I know that if I keep passing tracks every day, every day of my life, I'll hear someone say, I rode the bus. One point, almost six million riders now, 47 years. They say, well, where are they all? As I said on the broadcast on Friday, some are in jail. Some are in prisons. Brother Manuel, when he was a young boy, uh, 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 was in, in Juvia Hall down here, and now he's a chaplain in Juvia Hall, and he'll sit there, he'll, he'll preach to those kids and say, I, I lived here too. This was where I lived as a teenager. It's a godly deacon in this church and a great soul winner. And you know, when he walks in in that room so many times, they'll say, you're from the church. That's my church, North Valley Baptist Church. You say, well, they're in, see, see the bus bridge? Yeah, they're in Juvia Hall. Yeah, but they still know North Valley Baptist Church. And many of them got, got to become saved as a result of riding the bus to Sunday school. I want you to know today there's something that needs to be conquered in your life. Maybe you're always upset with everybody. I'm careful, I know my wife is watching right now, but she, she knows, she knows how much I love that lady. And to see her suffering just breaks my heart. It hurts me so much. And many of you in this room know what that's like. And beyond that, I don't, want to, I don't want this part of my journey to be where uh, I'm Mr. Negative and, and Mr. Uh, impatient and Mr. This, and she's always apologizing. I'm sorry you have to. Uh, it's an honor. Whatever your journey in life is today, you ought to count it in joy when God, whatever God's doing in your life, no mistakes with God. No owls with God. No, I forgot to take care of Jack today or Cindy today. No, God's in control of everything. What is it that needs to be conquered today? We all face giants. I want you to see in the book of Nehemiah, perhaps it's some sin in your life. Perhaps it's the lack of tithing in your life. We're told that 43% of what we do on a daily basis is simply out of habit. Well, then make it your habit to read the Bible. Make it your habit to confess your sins. We have a habit, our marriage, we pray together at night. But I must tell you, it, it, it's not revival like you would think. Oh, pastor, he must be praying. Sometimes, and I'm so ashamed to tell you this, I get so tired like you do. Sometimes my wife starts, she starts laughing and she'll say, you're falling asleep. Sometimes, Pastor, I fall asleep, and I, I, I'm so ashamed of myself. But I'm glad that habits in our life. It's just a habit. You say, well, Christian life ought to be more than a habit. Well, start with a habit. And go from there. Hopefully, it's the heart, not just a habit. But it's a habit in our life. Just like you get up and 
We brush our teeth, that's a habit. We clean up, that's a habit. We go to work on time, that's a habit. We eat food, that's a habit. Some have a real good habit there, but nonetheless, I want you to see Nehemiah had a giant. He has such an overwhelming love for his city. I think of that message you preached a few years ago at Pastor's Conference. I love this city. I just love Santa Clara. I grieve what I see happening in our city, the liberalism. It wasn't like this 47 years ago. It wasn't like it is right now, Miss Mayor and City Council. It's, not, it's, 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 it's different today. I mean, I can recall, I'm getting off the session, but I'm just thinking about it right now, so I might as well tell you, I'm thinking about the day we were adding a huge new platform in the old building over there, really enlarging it, and big structure came in, and city inspector stopped by, and they'd stop by regularly, and I said, hey, I said, Jim, would you like to have coffee? And he said, I got a picture. I later had his funeral, had a picture with him, he never asked me. I never thought about it. Do you have a permit? Well, it was a big project. You didn't need permits for a lot of this stuff. We were just building a building in 1984, I think it was, 85. We were just building a big old, and, and he sat there having coffee with me and walked out, and it was no big deal. I'm all for permits, but my goodness, hey, city council, are you listening? Why don't you let us back in the building to try to get a permit? I mean, COVID's over. Amen. We'll still get it. We still get colds. Still get coughs. Still get the flu. You say, well, you say, well, Mr. Biden said in May there's not going to be an office called COVID anymore. And I mean, you can trust him. He's been in all 54 states. You'll be okay. If you think nowadays, well, let me thank, thank you, Lord. If you think nowadays that's what America is about, a president like that, you are sadly mistaken. And when we had to try to pass a bill this week for parental rights, not to, to, to guide the curriculum, but just to know what your kids are talking about, what we're being taught, and every single Democrat voted against it, friend, that whole crowd's got to go. And you five Republicans that voted with them. Parents ought to know what their kids are learning. I'm going to get to where I'm going. But I've been pent up this week, I'll tell you that right now. I'm telling you, friend, that's not America. This man, I have a love for this city. I have a love for this country. It's part of my tenfold purpose of living every single day is America. Is that missionary back here, our, our co-laborers that are around the world. It's the co-laborers, the preachers that are here. That's why your name undoubtedly is on my prayer list. God's people, my, the, the, you, you, it's, it's Christ and my companion and, and our children and our grandchildren and our, this church and this city and this college and, and all the, it goes on. I'm just saying today, I'm, I'm all for this city. Nehemiah's heart was broken when he found out the condition of a city. What did he do? Notice in verse 1, the first thing, he was just quiet. He was just quiet. 
he stood still. And the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, and it came to pass in the month of Cheslu. That's December. Whoever's listening, please stop. That's the month of December. That's Cheslu. You know, my last name, Treber, means driver, pusher. <laughs> That's a good name for me. I'm not a sitter. I don't like to sit. I'm not a sitter stiller type man. But isn't that amazing? God wants us to be still. God wants to deal with us when we're still. Not flapping our jaws and not writing on the internet and Facebook about everything in the world and I know it all about everything. God said, Jack, I want you to be still. So it's the month of December. But look at chapter 2, verse 1, and it came to pass in the month of Nisan. That's April. And in chapter 1, he is going to be still from December to April. I, I guarantee it, God's gathered us together here this morning because some need this thought right here. Psalm 46, verse 10, be still and know that I'm God. Just slow down, son. Listen. Be still and listen to my voice amidst the clamoring sounds of life and all that. Stand still and realize that God is God. It's such a wonderful joy to be saved. It's a wonderful joy in the night hours when God awakens me so often. And I go downstairs and just be still. Or go into my office at home and just be still. And just be quiet before God. Sometimes I just sit. Sometimes I read my Bible. Sometimes I pray. Sometimes I'll listen to KNVBC, our radio. Brother Moore, it's just oh, such an amazing thing how that God in those still nights when it's dark and when it's, and it's quiet, when God speaks to me and deals with me and convicts me and wants to guide me. I love the cemetery. I love going there and walking and stopping by the graves of your loved ones and just walking and speaking out loud. I, I a lot of times sing in the cemeteries around here. Just saying, no one, it doesn't stop. If I'm near someone that's grieving over, I wouldn't go sing in their area. I, I just love to sing. I love to, we were, on, we were on the levee. My grandkid says, Papa, show us, show us the salt flats. I said, the flats are closed right now. Can't get out to them. But we got up on the levee and we got to Tasman and and it's flooded out below there, so we had to go down or cross the railroad tracks, and that's where that accident took place. I love to get on that levee, and the further you get out, there's no people. I love to go on those salt flats, and I could sing like Joy Gain just sang. In fact, some of the seagulls, they started talking to me the other day, they said, you sound like Alvin Martinez. Well, he as well. Hey, we're son and son. Look at this. Bigger circle. Stand up here. Look at that. Father and son. I got bigger dots. You do have bigger dots. <laughs> oh. 
God just sealed my lips right now. That's wonderful. I, I must have the power of God on my life right now. I, I'm not good at standing still, but I've learned the joy of standing still. You ever get so busy that you don't have time for prayer? I'm so busy. I don't want to treat God that way. So the first thing he said, why don't you just be, be quiet, be still. Perhaps you want to you talk and tell somebody off, just be still. Go to chapter 2, verse number 12. I came to Jerusalem, verse 11, and I, I arose in the night. And some few men that were with me, neither I told any man what God had put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. Be still, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I want you to know this week, if you could be still a while, be quiet a while, God may just speak to you. God might just give you great grace in that area that needs to be conquered. Quickly, chapter 1, verse 4, I sat down, I prayed. In verse 5, he says, I beseech you, here's this prayer, O God, the great and terrible that keep the covenant. In verse number 6, hear, uh, let thine ear be attentive, hear the prayer which I pray. And he prays in verse number 11, the prayer, and again the prayer, and the verse 11 again, the word prayer, pray. And he just prayed. Just keep on praying till light breaks through. The Lord will answer. He'll answer you. God keeps his promise. His word is true. Just keep on praying. We have a wonderful radio station. And for 31 years, I wanted that 15-minute broadcast. And we prayed and prayed. And for 31 years, it never happened. And 16 years ago, in one day, without really making calls or anything, not telling anybody. God gave us almost 100 stations in one day 16 years ago. I recall Brother Adam Rush, you're here today, and I recall I was talking to your dad on the phone. I said, I, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know the name of the broadcast. And his wife, Debbie, said, Revival Time. I said, that's it. Send a great revival in my soul. That's what this, we're, we're revival radio. We're revival time. We're revival songs and hymns of revival. That book was out already. They said, it's on your book, songs and hymns of revival. Now this one, songs and hymns of the heart. Do you pray? Our family is so fragmented now and geographical. They're everywhere. Southern California, Arizona, Florida, Today, I think uh, New England, they're just everywhere. 14 grandkids. Oh, how those kids, I don't know when I get to heaven, maybe it was Papa Nana's prayer that guided them that day, that prevented something in their life that day. When the Lord puts your grandkids on your heart, while you're driving your vehicle, pray, or if you're alone, just pray in that chair, or get on your knees and pray. And agonize with God until God lets you go. Your children and your grandchildren are a huge attack of the devil. He's out to destroy your kids. 
He hates your kids. You know what a minority, your kids, kids like your kids are nowadays? The devil has most of these young people in America and the world today. So he wants your kids. And sometimes you see your children, your grandchildren, perhaps you're like this this morning, your grandkids or kids are away from God. You, you cannot get away from God. Your kids are going to come back home one day. As the prodigal son. He was to be still and he was to be quiet and secondly, he was to pray. And then verse number six, he said, we're going to make our confession. I confess, confess the sins of the children of Israel. We have de- dealt very corruptly against thee and not kept the commandments of the statutes. He includes himself, we have not done this. He said, I, 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 I need to be right, God. Again, it's just a little thing. You were praying, cleanse me. And that's what God had been dealing with my heart. You say, well, what kind of sins? I, I, I couldn't, I, I'm not trying to be proud because I know I'm just saying right there, there wasn't anything God that just said, cleanse your heart, Jack. Be right with me. I failed so much in my Christian life, but you deserve, you deserve a, a man that stands in this pulpit and hopefully by the grace of God in the palace and in the pulpit, they're the same. Your children deserve that. They, delete, they, they deserve a dad who's a man of God. Doesn't mean he's the pastor of the church or a deacon. or it just it, Why can't you be a man of God, a woman of God? Your children deserve that. And all of a sudden, those children, they go to school, and then they graduate from school, and then they get married, and then they're gone. And we've had our children gone more than we had them. And it's hard to believe that that went so fast. Better love them while you have them. We're out of time. I want you to see number four, and I'll, I'll close. Go to chapter 2, verse 18. Verse 17 says, Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we're in, how that Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, let us, we're going to do this together, build up the wall of Jerusalem that we be no more reproached. And I told them of the good hand of my, of my God, which is good of the good hand, the hand of my God. The hand of my God. I wish one day I could preach without that clock, and I'm not a long-winded preacher, but I'd love to sing with you a little bit this morning. We won't. 421 says, There is an unseen hand to me that leads in ways I cannot see while passing through this world of woe. That hand still leads me as I go. I'm trusting to that unseen hand, an unseen hand. That hand that's, Jesus led me all the way. Um, I'm holding to that unseen hand. Okay, you're like me, you fail, you fail, you fail. I, I, I'm gonna do this, it's a good illustration. I've been terrible my entire life with exercise. 
I hate exercising. Why would you people go to a gym and pay money to destroy your body? I mean, look, look how buff I am without going to the gym. Just come up here afterwards, you can feel my muscle. They just sort of hang down here. I, I don't understand the gym. You don't understand the gym, do you? I do. You do? Stay away from it. Stay away from it, yeah. I, I, brother, I, I hate the, I, I would, I've never been to the gym one day in my life to exercise, and I'm, but... And you'll be proud of me because I wanted to discipline myself. I said, okay, Lord, this year, I know it's nothing to you. Ten sit-ups a day. January 1st, Sunday, ten sit-ups. That was a wonderful day. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm so, I'm so undisciplined with that. I just, it just bothers me. And then they said, okay, well, well you know, do this. Do this, just do this here, 35 times a day. Well, I got on that kick. I think that was about February 15th that day, Monday. Oh, my. Doctor said, okay, go to, a corner of a, go to a corner of a wall. Put your hand up here. And then turn your neck as far as you can. That wall, that does feel good. Then he says, put your hand in that corner and then this side. That lasted a day. I'm not good at it. And maybe you're not good at reading your Bible every day. So as I give up on my exercise all the time, and I'm really, I try. I'm now preaching, I'm going to conviction. I'm going to try again tomorrow morning and do all this stuff, you know. I'm not going to do the sit-ups. I, I, and I don't know how many times I've started and I've begun. I, Brother Poussin, you're good at this. Uh, I'm not good at it. Because all of us have an area. What do you have to conquer? I can conquer soda. I don't drink soda. I don't eat a lot, a lot of sweets. However, Mrs. Bridgman, keep making them. Out of character, I'll, I'll do it. And you people that make cookies, the toffee ones, Brother, Brother Manley and Miss Vance, I, I brought some home Wednesday night after church. And I ate, I said, I'm just going to have one. They're about this big. <laughs> and so I cut it in half, then I cut it in quarters. And discipline, I, I only ate a quarter. And then another quarter. <laughs> and then another one, and I ate another one before my wife saw it. Now she's listening. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Don't you find it hard to conquer what you need to conquer? I, I do. But I'm trying to try it again. And maybe I can get a habit going. A, a, a doctor told me four years ago this October, I don't want you having salt. Well, I've not touched a salt shaker in four years now. Now, I must confess, I crave salt. So I'll get a potato chip, and I'll lick all the salt off of it, you know. <laughs> crazy, crazy how weak I am. 
Let's stand together, please. What do you have to conquer today? If you look right here, please. What, 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 what needs to be conquered? Maybe you want to be a soul winner. Maybe you want to pass tracks. It's easier for me. I'm the pastor. People expect that of me. And it's easier because I just run into people all the time. I'm passing a track to a guy this week who was, I know you. And the long story short, I had won his relatives to Christ 46 years ago. I think they're in church here today. I said, I know, I know them. Gave them the name. I know where they live. I've been in their home many times. They were my neighbors right around the corner for years. It's easy for, because it's almost like a game for me. It's, it's like, I'm going to hear somebody that came to our church. Some things are so hard for me to conquer. And I gave you the ones we could laugh about. We all have personal things we're not conquering. One, you know you need to get saved. But you say, I'm not going to get saved. I'm just embarrassed. Well, think about it, how it's going to be before the judgment seat of, yep. the, the judgment of Christ, the white throne, when God won't allow you into heaven because you've never been saved. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.